Coming to you live from the Vegas Video Network Studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's golf and other four-letter words. And now your host, you've heard him on ESPN, Fox Sports, and Sirius XM Radio, Mr. Dennis Silvers. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. All right. Thanks, everybody. Hi. Welcome to uh, this edition of Golf and Other Four-Letter Words. Uh, right here on the Vegas Video Network, as stated, I'm your host, Dennis Silver's got another terrific show for you today, so we hope you're able to stick around for a fast-paced 30 minutes because we're going to have a lot of fun, we're going to have some laughs, and we've got some great tips for you at the end of the show to help you and me get better in our golf swing with our segment called Handicap Helper. So without further ado, let me uh, introduce my good friend, my guest for tonight. This gentleman is the... Uh, director of Golf at Sun City Summerlin. He oversees the three golf courses there, which is Palm Valley, which is Eagle Crest, and Highland Falls. Uh, I like him because, you know, this guy is just a regular Joe. And speaking of Joe, let's give it up for Mr. Joe Kelly. Right here. Thank well, you, everybody. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it very much. Thanks for coming in. A uh, couple of things, Joe, real quick. Do you ever get uh, mixed up or confused or lost driving in one course or the other up there, or you've been doing it for so long now? You could probably do it with your eyes closed. I'll tell you, the first year I got lost a lot, but uh, ever since then I got it made now. Yeah, you can when you uh, get up Yes, you can. It's, it's, some roads will get you there. It's a lot. Which of the courses is the oldest up there, Joe? Uh, Palm Valley is the oldest. It's about 20 years old, and uh, Highland Falls is about 15 years old. Okay. And they're all, they're all different. They're all distinct. They're all great. If you haven't had a chance to play any of them up there, you don't have to live in Sun City. You don't have to be old for crying out loud, or I should say age qualified to be a little more PC. Uh, give them a call and go up and play. Joe, you have garnered, uh, you have a long, great career in golf here in Southern Nevada. You've garnered a lot of awards, a lot of recognitions. Uh, which one has been the most rewarding for you and why? Well, last year I was inducted into the Las Vegas Golf Hall of Fame, which uh, was the pinnacle of my career. And it was a great honor uh, to be honored by the, the golfers of Las Vegas. It was a big honor for myself and my family. Yeah. I was there. You were there. I was, was there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have missed it. And it was a, a very, very uh, well-deserved uh, honor. All right. We're going to talk to Joe a little bit more about some of that stuff. But right now... There was a whole lot of golf this weekend. Right now, let's get into our first segment, and we simply call that Tournament Scorecard. All right, welcome uh, back, everybody, to Golf and Other Four-Letter Words. I'm Dennis Silvers. This is Joe Kelly. A lot of golf this weekend, Joe. Toshiba Classic in beautiful Newport Beach, California, saw the boss of the moss, Lauren Roberts, winning the event at only eight under par. They had a little bit of weather there, yes, but I say only at eight under par, Joe, because this golf course, for crying out loud, is only 6,550 yards. You and I, for crying out loud, could break 70 on this golf course. I don't get it. Why do you think the score was so low, the winning score? I think the greens are tough. That's what uh, seemed to get them. They, uh, they're struggling to make birdies and make putts. Well, you know, a lot of these guys, well, that's true, but a lot of these guys obviously hit greens and regulations. So you're telling me, I don't know, beginning of the year, they haven't had the you know, first event, not really up to speed on their putting? Well, 
Well, I think that uh, the greens are tricky out there. A lot of breaks, a lot of different, uh, different things they weren't planning on with speed and, and breaks, and it uh, caught up to them. Well, if anybody can win it, it's the boss of the moss with Lorna Because That guy can roll his rock, can't he? Yes, he can. He is absolutely incredible. All right, on the LPGA Tour, number one in the world, Yanni Sang continues to dominate winning the LPGA Founders Cup in Phoenix, Arizona, her second win in four events. Uh, she's got a huge advantage, uh, Joe, because she hits the ball so damn far, number one. Number two, she's got a pretty good all-around game. But the thing that gets me, and I want to get your feeling on it, you could take the top ten players that finished in this event, okay, only two Americans. What's up with that? What's going on? Tell you what, the, uh, that whole market in the Korean market of lady golf and, and just golf in general is incredible. They start these kids so young, they work with them hard, they get great, great instructions, and they are dedicated players. The it biggest just, key, they are dedicated. They are dedicated. They are dedicated. But uh, do you see a turnaround for the American players? I mean, all of the, all, you know, and all of the, and you can't, you can't argue with the way these gals play. Some of, most of them don't hit it any four, far, but they dink it down the middle. They hit it on the green with a three-wood, a hybrid, or whatever, and they can put the eyes out of the ball. You can't find fault with them, can you? Not at all. You know, we still have to keep developing our junior golfers, especially the girls, and, and getting them involved and getting them liking the game, and that's, uh, that's something we're working on hard with the PGA. It is just, uh, it, it just incredible. All right. The big story on uh, the PGA Tour, Englishman Luke Donald regains his number one status in the world by winning in a playoff in the Transitions Championship down in Tampa, Florida in a four-man playoff on the first extra hole. Uh, I, I could not find any fault with the way any of these guys played this golf course. It's a, it's a, the Copperhead course is really a good course, number one. They had ideal weather conditions for most of the time, evidenced by who? Padre Carrington shoots course yes. record 61 on Friday, for crying out loud. Uh, Luke Donald's a walking ATM machine uh, most of the time, but great short game, bunker game. Uh, no surprise, really, for him to come out with a win. No, it wasn't. He's a great player. He's number one in the world for a reason. Yeah, yeah. No question. How do you think Rory McIlroy uh, feels about that? What was he, number one for about three weeks? <laughs> At the most... <laughs> At the most. But he'll be back. Oh, he'll be back. There, there is, uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, one very interesting thing, too. There was a fellow on the uh, European tour that won in Andalusia, the Andalusia Open. I think he was ranked, uh, I don't know, 602 in the world or something. Won his first European uh, PGA Tour event over 18-year-old uh, uh, Mateo Manicero. And it just goes to show you Cinderella stories could come true. Where do you get a guy that's ranked so far off the end of the earth and comes and wins an event like this? Unbelievable. They get hot there for a week and you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. You never know in golf. So good for him. His name is uh, Julian uh, Casney. So he tied a course record on Sunday shooting 64, so you can't find fault with that. Obviously, he played pretty good. It's a great name. I've never heard of him. Yeah, I know that. Well, they're going to get some more people over in Europe. Uh, going to listen to him now. So anyway, we hope you had a chance to uh, watch uh, this weekend, this past weekend, a lot of golf because there was a lot of it on. All right, uh, speaking about it on, there is a whole lot of ways that you could get a hold of the people here on the show, get a hold of me. Okay, let's start off with our email. 
And that is simply golf at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Real easy. Golf at VegasVideoNetwork.com. We've also got a toll-free number for you. 1-866-966-4599. Give us a call. doesn't cost you one cent. We've got live chat. Just simply go online. Get to our homepage, VegasVideoNetwork.com. Hit that little live chat button. And you can email us a question, a comment, a suggestion, or whatever. We also are seen on, seen, we're not seen, we're heard on iTunes. Okay, we're seen, I'm sorry? Uh, yes, and both. Also, also, we're seen on YouTube a lot, because we're, uh, the network is a uh, YouTube partner. And uh, we're also on Roku Television, which is very cool. And don't forget, Friday Night Features on AM 1400 on KSHP. Every Friday night show from 8 to 12, they re-air all of the audio from all of the shows on the network. So if you miss it, you can always go back to our homepage. The shows are archived. Always catch up with it on Friday night on Friday Night Features. All right, Joe and I are going to step away and take a short break uh, here on the show. When we come back, we got a real fun segment for you in store, and we call it Birdies and Bogey. Stay with us. We're right back with you right after this. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. All right, we are back with uh, more golf and other four-letter words. We are going to get into birdies and uh, birdies or bogeys. Joe, I'm going to give you some uh, information, some uh, comments, some ideas, smack, whatever that's going around on tour, some gossip. Uh, you tell me whether you think it's a birdie or a bogey or a double bogey or a par or whatever and why and what you think about it. This one, uh, in Hank Haney's new book, about Tiger entitled The Big Miss, okay? Uh, Haney writes that uh, Woods has always felt a bias uh, from the media, often feeling jilted uh, by his peers. He claims Woods has a uh, real disdain for players like B.J. Singh, Ian Poulter, Sergio Garcia, and Phil Mickelson, uh, who he refers to as a phony. Birdie or bogey? I think he's a bogey. I think uh, uh, Tiger, had, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are not crazy about Tiger, and, and I know he has some different feelings about different players, and I know that he, in the book he even talks about uh, Phil calling him a, a guy who doesn't, doesn't take it serious and doesn't yeah. work out hard. So it's, uh, I, I'm a bogeyman on that one. Yeah. And, you know, if you ask any of the, of the golf writers that follow the tour events week to week, they will tell you uh, that Tiger and Phil are, are almost evenly tied as far as treating the media uh, really in kind of a terrible way. But uh, you could almost see the disdain Tiger has uh, for the press. He doesn't like doing pressers. He gets annoyed, you know, pretty easily. 
and uh, this book is making quite uh, quite a row of it. Because of this, uh, real quickly, do you think that these players are going to start uh, having their coaches sign a, a you know a non-disclosure agreement, Joe? Do you see that? Uh, Dennis, it really could happen. You really could. You know, they're they're getting a lot of bad press out of this kind of stuff, and yeah. they have to protect themselves with it. Yeah, they do. So it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Scott, somebody on live chat, somebody in. Yeah, it, it seems hard to believe that they wouldn't already be required to sign a non-disclosure. How on earth would you hire somebody if you're Tiger Woods and not have them sign a non-disclosure? Uh, I point. totally agree with you. You know, what uh, I know he's very irritated what Hank wrote about him in the book, yeah. and you would think that, that would be all part of the agreement when you would set up the him as your teacher. Yeah. I do too, and I and I think that's going. I agree with you. I very think much that's so. going to start happening, very or, much so. or at least they're going to have some real understanding, uh, you know, as as to how far these guys can go and and hold them liable uh, to some degree. So it's going to be uh, interesting. Well, All right, this is a big question. Did Hank cross the line with this? Did Hank, and a lot of people big, are asking that. Yes, it is. You know, and and I kept saying before on the show. Uh, these guys are entitled to make money. Uh, Haney's one of the best self-promoters there are in the game, and you got to do what you got to do. But on the other hand, you have to take it with a grain of salt. You got to be ethical about it. You yes. don't want to burn any bridges. So uh, it might come, it might come back to bite him. Yeah, but we're going to find out. This one really gets to me, Joe. Uh, former football star Jerry Rice, you know him from the 49ers is once again going to be teeing up in a nationwide event near San Francisco after playing in it last year, making a fool of himself, shooting almost a zillion after two rounds, of course not making the cut. And uh, you think about it, he's taking up the spot for a real live tour player that's trying to make a living, that's trying to you know maybe advance to the PGA Tour, and here you've got a guy out in the golf course. You know, he's a, a decent player, but certainly... Certainly doesn't have the credentials or the game to get out and, and be competitive with this guy. I don't know, birdie or bogey for Absolutely. Jerry Absolutely. Might even be a double bogey on this one. I agree with you. You know, he just he doesn't belong out there. He's he might be a, a good player at his club with his buddies, yeah. but it's a different game when you're out there with the big boys. Totally. And he is taking up the spot of some young young yeah. player that has an opportunity to prove yeah. himself. Yeah. And it's not as if he needs the money, no, you know no. what I mean, or even thinks he has a chance of winning. That's a so, you know, go and, you know, be in the gallery and root like uh, everybody else. Scott, somebody on uh, live chat? Yeah, back to the book question again. Uh, Nate wants to know, would Haney's book be any good without the Tiger information in it? Well, I haven't read the whole book, but, uh, you know, Tiger's a, a big sell. It's an interesting story, and, uh, but did he cross the line with it? It's a big, big question. Yeah, I, you know what? Have you, I read, don't it? Think, Have you read it, Dennis? Uh, I've read parts of it, Scott. I don't think it would. Without Tiger in there, I don't think the book no. would go anywhere because, uh, number one, Hank Haney is the most dynamic person in the world. <laughs> and I don't know, how could you take lessons from a guy that it used to have the full swing yips? You know what I mean? Right. So I, I don't think it would do get any fanfare if it didn't have uh, the Tiger element into it. All right, speaking of San Francisco, Joe, I don't know if you're familiar with these two uh, places. Sharp Park Golf Course, an Alistair McKenzie design, an old classic course, and scenic Lincoln Park are coming under attack by anti-golf activists who would like to see both closed in order, get this, in order to save federally protected frogs and snakes. I'm not making this up, folks. 
The legislation is before the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. I guess only in San Francisco, right? I don't know. What do you think? I might even be a triple bogey as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a golf activist, so I'm in for the golf courses and, and taking care of the players. Oh, is that? Uh, you know, I, I get that to a degree, but I mean, this thing is, is becoming a full-blown battle. They've got litigation filed. They've got lawsuits. They've got lawyers and the whole thing all over to protect, you know, a frog and a snake and all of that. So they're, each, each is really going. So it's going to be interesting to see how this, uh, how this comes out. Very interesting. You know, especially up, uh, especially up there. All right, European PGA Tour star Miguel Angel Jimenez, a.k.a. The Mechanic, has reportedly paid Joe $560,000 from his own pocket to keep a European tour event in his home country in Spain alive. Uh, keep in mind, he's won this event four times. Uh, he's stepping up to the plate, though, because this event uh, has no sponsorship money. That's an eagle. That is an That's eagle, That's an eagle right there. A gentleman like, like um, Mr. Jimenez, to sit there and do that to help his yep. own town is great and promote golf. Absolutely. That's an eagle. Absolutely. I, I agree. And then, you know, he's got, he's, he's got the money, folks, number one, Absolutely. number two. Hey, you know, if you and I won the you know, same event four times, hell, we'd want to keep I'd it there. I'd keep it there. Because he wins it again and gets yeah. his money back. That's right. You know what I mean? So good for, good for the mechanic. That, that is an eagle. Absolutely. All right. We're going to uh, step away again. Joe and I are going to take a short station ID. Uh, we come back, get your pencils, pen, paper out, because we've got some great questions. Uh, Joe's going to help uh, all of us with some good golf tips. Uh, so stay with us. We're going to be back with you shortly right after this. Hey, I'm Al Man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you get them to do that all the time? <laughs> Just sit there and be an ass. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> hey, I'm Al <laughs> Hey, I'm Al Mancini at Top of the Food Chain. You are watching the Vegas Video Network. We got big forks, big spoons. I got a big mouth. I got no guests. All right, everybody, we're back. More uh, golf and other four-letter words right here on the Vegas Video Network. Joe Kelly, Director of Golf at Sun City Summerlin. I'm Dennis Silvers. I like El Mancini with that hair. And that's, <laughs> that's great. With that, uh, awesome. I've never seen that one before. Yeah, that was great. Awesome, awesome. And he's a food critic. He's a food critic. He's not a beauty clinic. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he's not. Scotty, live chat open. Yeah, Bill G, uh, Bill says, you've talked about players not doing well at the beginning of the season. What recourse do sponsors and tournaments have with these folks who are not playing their best golf? I'm not sure there is much recourse for them at that time. You know, you, you hope a player that is dedicated all winter and keeping his game in shape and keeping himself in shape and shows up to the event and uh, does a good job and makes it great for the fans, but the sponsor doesn't have any real recourse to the player. Yeah, no, he doesn't, and uh, that's all they could hope for. And and even you know, you get the big names into the tournament. There's no guarantee that these Absolutely. folks are going to play well. The only the only thing that they do have control over, of course, is are the uh, sponsors' exemptions. You know, if yeah. somebody's a real letdown or or whatever, they just somehow don't bother. You know, uh, asking that guy back. You know, to play in the tournament. But you're right; they really don't have uh, any recourse. So they're hoping everybody plays the best. Uh, 
you know that they can for uh, for the duration of the tournament. Are the early yeah. tournaments paying as much as the late tournaments? Oh, absolutely, they do. Yeah, absolutely, they do. It's uh, it's all big money, no matter what tournament Correct. you play now on the on the PGA uh, Tour. Absolutely. All right, uh, handicap helper. Uh, I'm going to give you some uh, emails that were sent in to the show, Joe, and uh, help our people out. Melvin sends this into the show. I hear a lot about a pre-shot routine, but I would like uh, some advice on a, pre a pre-shot routine when on the putting green. Well, I think it's the, Melvin, it's the same, same thing you do on a, on a regular golf swing. You want to be repetitious and do the same routine every time on every putt. It doesn't matter if it's a 60-footer or a 10-footer. Uh, condition yourself to do the same thing. It's all muscle memory. Uh, it's so much better for you and your concentration in your game to have a routine on any shot in golf. You have a routine? Absolutely. Yeah. On all three putts. <laughs> I like that, Joe. All three. That, oh, I got to remember that. that. We got to get that online. That is beautiful. No, on all three putts. That's, that's a good one. All right, Adrian, and I, I don't know uh, if this is a, a gal or a guy, but Adrian wants some help with his, with his uh, swing as he's hitting a lot of shots on the toe. Any drills? Yeah, the main thing there, Adrian, is you, you want to get the weight moving out towards your, your left toe, get your swing going out to the target. Uh, right now you're probably coming slightly over the top across the ball, catching it on the toe because uh, the swing's going a little bit more towards what we call left field. Uh, so get your weight moving out towards your left toe during the swing. Finish at the club out towards center field on a yeah. baseball diamond. Yeah, great, great advice. That that I know because everybody has that problem every once in a while. That's very good, uh, very well said. Neil seems to be blading his chip shots, Joe, around the green. Uh, is it? He wonders, is it technique or what? He needs some help. Well, Neil, pretty the, common, huh? Yeah, pretty yeah, common. Pretty common. You know, Neil, the biggest thing you're doing is, is probably getting too much body motion. You want to get the body stationary like you're in, your feet are in cement. Get your shoulders working. That's the key. Keep your hands out of it. Keep your weight motion down to a minimum and get your shoulders moving the club. Yeah, great advice. Great advice. I, I've been getting some help with that uh, myself recently and is, it really has helped. That's the secret. really has helped. Paul from Canada sends this in, eh? Uh, seems Paul is having a problem with grip pressure, Joe. Uh, even though he thinks it's getting better, getting better. Any help or keys on grip pressure? Um, tell you what, Jack Nicholas says it the best in, in his first book. He, he says that when I want to hit the ball further, I grip the club lighter. So you always want your little fingers being as soft on the club as you can, so that they don't tighten up and. and you want your big muscles controlling your, your little muscles there. So keep your hands as soft as they can. You should, all, you should barely be able to hold on to the club during a swing. Isn't that true, though, with losing the tension also in your forearms Absolutely. and shoulders, Joe? Yeah, you, you, you want your muscles to work like spaghetti and just go back and forth, very flexible. Never take the flexibility away because that's what promotes club head speed. Yeah, exactly. That's good because you see these guys. Just, uh, no, you know, the, the veins popping and the whole yep, deal. You're, absolutely. you're dead before you start. Frank is confused about the technique for hitting hybrids. Uh, do you hit down or try and sweep them like a fairway woodshot? Good question, Frank. It's, it's more of a shallow sweeping action. You, you 
really don't want to hit down on the ball too much, but uh, you take a little bit of divot because the, the main thing you don't want to do is come up and end up topping the ball. So make sure you're going down to the ball, but you're not trying to make a big divot like a pitching wedge. Right. You've got to kind of hit it like an iron Very because they're really replacing, they're replacing the long irons. Yes. You know, and they're they're just, and if you people that don't have hybrids in their club are, are missing the boat. You're way behind time if you don't have hybrids. Would you say that? Would yes. you say that? What's uh, Joe? What's the uh, biggest challenge you have overseeing all three golf courses in your daily activities as director of uh, golf there? Well, especially the last few years with the economy, we're always trying to promote golf and and get new be uh, new players and keep the ones we have. So it's always a challenge for a business right now is to keep promoting the game of golf and keeping your customers that you have. What area, and of course you're in Sun City, Summerlin, which is really a fantastic area, but what percentage of your business comes from the Sun City residents as opposed to people outside the area? 60% um, of my business is my res residential clients, and the other 40% are, are local or out-of-state market. Okay, and which course gets the most play? Um, Palm Valley gets the most play, but uh, Highland Falls gets most of the out-of-town out play and the non-Sun City play because it's, it's a great golf course with oh, great views good. of Las great Vegas. Views. Really a good facility. Fantastic views. Uh, if somebody were uh, interested in coming out and playing, how do they do that? Who do they call? How do they, uh, how do they arrange to get a tee time out there? They can call me direct at 343-1890. Uh, That's 702-343-1890. Now, you have a card, though, is that strictly for the Sun City residents? Um, it's strictly for a program, the, the, a golf it's program. It's a program strictly for Sun City residents, but we also have a program for the local Las Vegas customer. Okay. All right. And you guys run a lot of tournaments during the year. You, you do a lot of fun stuff. You've got to make it fun, and we've got to keep do, bringing the business in. Somebody asked me the other day before, before I let you go, and I think it was Palm Valley. Who holds the course record at Palm Valley, if you know? Um, I don't know. Good okay. question. I, I know it's, uh, it's 61, but I'm not sure who hasn't. Well, that's pretty good. That's a good number. That is really, really good. And Eagle Crest, by the way, folks, is kind of, would you call it an executive course, I guess? It's, yeah. it's great for short game. Great it's for a, short game. It's a par 60, but it's an executive golf course, and it's uh, always voted uh, one of the best in Las Vegas, and it's, it's great views of the city. It's a, the highest point in the city on the golf course. Yeah, and we just saw the graphic up there. So, uh, like I say, if you're new to town, you're looking for some great golf courses to play, go out to Sun City, Summerlin, any of the pro shops, or call them or, or call Joe directly. Uh, he'll help you. All the staff there is, uh, is, really, is uh, really, really good. Uh, next week, we've got uh, Bay Hill at uh, Arnold's Place. I just talked to the uh, tournament chairman there uh, a little bit earlier before coming to the studio. He's going to be on with us uh, Saturday morning, uh, get in a shameless plug. Uh, the 19th whole weekend edition every Saturday from uh, 8 to 9 a.m. on CBS Radio right here in Las Vegas, KXNT 100.5 FM. And uh, we hope you tune in for that. I host that with, uh, with Lee Smith. So... Uh, Got our first major coming up. Very interesting, the Masters this year. A lot, a lot of lot, possibilities there. A lot of players. We got somebody, uh, Scott, in live chat. Yeah, Doug wants to know real quick, are there any uh, locals deals at, the, uh, at his golf course? Yeah, we have a, a loyalty card where you uh, pay $20, and it saves you uh, $6 every time you play for the first seven rounds, and the eighth round's on us. That's good. Good deal. That's good. There you go. And also, if you come out and you see Joe, and you tell him you're a regular here on the Vegas Video Network for golf and other four-letter words, you know he's going to give you a, a big smile and probably give you a cup of coffee. But anyway.
Joe, thanks Thank so much you, for coming on. You're welcome. I uh, hope your finger you. gets better very yeah. soon. Kind of a strange accident when uh, Joe was playing golf last week, but uh, he's going to be just fine. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Golf and Other Four-Letter Words right here on the Vegas Video Network. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, we enjoy bringing you the show very much. We hope you enjoy watching it very much. We'll be right back here, same place, same time, with another great guest and another good show. Until then, fairways and greens, everybody. We'll see you all back later. So long.